Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eddie He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. Ephesians chapter 4 and the verse 1. Amen. We are still going to be praying a little bit. Amen. Amen. Prayer is good. Hallelujah. A little bit more. Amen. Amen. Attempt great things for the Lord. Hallelujah. And I believe that last week we started looking at walking, what it means to walk worthy of your calling. Hallelujah. For many are called, but only few are chosen. Amen. Hallelujah. What a joy it is. Amen. Amen. Everybody has their calling. Do you believe that? Yeah, everybody has their calling. And I tell you, nothing can be replaced. Amen. Hallelujah. But whatever call that God has called you with, you must walk worthy of your calling. Amen. Amen. I have to walk worthy of my calling. Clarence, you have to walk worthy of your calling. Our calling may not be the same. There could be similarities in our calling. But God wants us to walk worthy. Hallelujah. So this is Paul saying that, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord Jesus Christ, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation where what? With ye are called walk worthy of the vocation what is the vocation the work or the profession that god has called you in amen wherever you go walk worthy if you're a manager walk worthy if you're a pastor walk worthy if you're a laborer walk worthy if you are somebody who plays the instrument walk worthy if you are somebody who lays carpet you must walk worthy can i have an amen hallelujah the people who did the job, fantastic job. I mean, better job like I've ever, ever seen. I don't regret that I changed the guy who did this one. See, don't be afraid of change. The guy who did this was supposed to come and do this. And gave us a low price. And this guy came and said, no, I'm going to charge more. Some way, somehow, I said, let me try him. And I tried him. And I've never regretted. Hallelujah. Amen. So I believe that I'll call him again to come and do more work. Because the reward of what? Hard work is more work. One of the days you come and they have changed all this carpet and then can I have an amen? amen. Hallelujah. He has worked worthy of his calling. He lays carpet. He has done the work and there is no doubt about it. How about you? Amen. If your work is to eat, eat, eat worthy of your calling. One time I saw something on Facebook. The guy's belly was like this. It was, was it WhatsApp or Facebook? I mean, when the guy sat down like this, his belly was like this speaker sticking in front of him. Then, you know what? The caption was that, is that what? Um, we clear leftovers after every party. That was the caption. Like, every leftover, 
the guy sits down they come and then they clear it you don't need to put anything in the trash when they come they will clear everything for you that is his profession and when you look at his belly you know this guy walks worthy of his calling but Paul is saying that I the prisoner of the Lord Jesus Christ I beseech you hallelujah what's another word to beseech I plead with you I beg you I entreat you to walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you have been called. Give us new living translation if you have it. I beg you to walk worthy of your calling. Hallelujah. Because when all is said and done and we appear before God, it is what we did. Amen. I want to appear before God and it's not that I just come and stand here and I shout and I did not preach the right messages. It will be some way, pa. The people went to the club every night they were jamming they were jamming they were jamming they would have been better than us if we are not working worthy of our calling can i have an amen there's no new living translation okay it has appeared what does it say it said it said therefore i the prisoner for serving the lord beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling for you have been what? Called by God. We must walk worthy because we have been called by God. It's God who has called us. It's not anybody who has called us. Can I have an amen? amen. Hallelujah. Because we have been what? Called by God. I want us to pray tonight and ask God to help us to walk worthy. The spirit of God to help us to walk worthy of the calling whatever call that is upon your life the call upon your life is not to marry and enjoy your wife no be in addition to that is a side benefit that's a benefit amen hallelujah it's a side benefit just to graduate from school and then you are you know you have graduated and then you are wearing your akapi or whatever and then they say now it's time to move your tassel to the right then you are happy that is not your calling. It's just a benefit. Amen. Amen. Because you see, a calling uh, is not something that many people can do. Right now, everybody can get a degree. But not many people can do what you have been called to do. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want you to talk to God. Tonight, talk to him and tell him that, Lord, help me to walk worthy. Because I know that whatever I have or whatever call you have called me is you who has called me. It's not a man that has called me. It's God. The fact that you are here tonight, God has called you to be here. It is not of your will that, oh, I wanted to come to church so I've come to church. It's God who has called you to be here because no man will come to him except they are drawn by God. Except they are drawn. So lift up your voice and ask the Lord to help you to walk worthy of your calling. Lift up your voice and talk to him. Father, oh God, we want to walk worthy, Lord. Father, we want to walk worthy. We want to walk worthy, Lord. I pray, oh God, help me to walk worthy of the calling. My God, may I walk worthy. May I walk worthy, Lord. May I walk, oh God, in a manner, oh God, that pleases you, Lord. Walking in the right manner in every aspect of my life. Yielding my life, yielding my strength. Bible says that we should remember our creator in the days of our youth. Before the evil days shall come. 
Talk to the Lord tonight. Talk to him tonight. That my God, help me to walk worthy. 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 Help me to walk worthy of my calling. Whatever calling, oh God, wherewith you have called me. Paul was saying that I beg you. I beg you to walk worthy. I beg you to ask the Lord to help you to walk worthy. I beg you to walk worthy. Walk worthy of the calling. Whatever purpose for which you are alive. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I have ordained you to go forth. Bear fruit that your fruit shall remain. Walking worthy. Be bearing fruit. The right kind of fruit. Talking to the right kind of people. Just not being barren. But going forth and bringing forth fruit. Lift up your voice and ask the Lord. Ask him tonight. Ask him tonight. May I be, oh God. My God, one that works worthy of my calling. Whatever, oh God, you have called us. Mando ask the Lord ask the Lord many don't even know that they are called but many are called and few are chosen pray that you would walk with him that you will be chosen it's not everyone that is chosen for the job or the assignment there are many tools in a great house we saw that there are many vessels but if any man shall pledge himself any man shall begin to make themselves available if you can cleanse yourself and empty yourself God will find you you become a vessel that means the master shield you become a vessel that is worthy you become a vessel that god can send you become an instrument that god can use my god make me an instrument to god an instrument that you like to use an instrument that you like to use it's not every cup in your house that you want to drink with it is not every spoon that you want to eat with it's not every fork in your house that you like to use but they are very peculiar ones they are special ones that when you pick up you know and you have confidence it's not every dress that you wear to certain occasion but there are certain dresses when you wear them you feel inspired and you feel confident therefore pray that God may I walk ready. May I peg myself. May I be separated. That oh God, I'll be that vessel that you can wear through. An instrument of God of your choice. In the name of Jesus. May I be that instrument of your choice. That instrument of your choice. My God, that which you desire. That meets your use, oh God. In every area of my land. Oh, give me the heart of God. Pray, 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 pray somebody. It's your life it's your life it's your calling it's your destiny it's something that you have been chosen for why am i alive oh why did he save me he saved me that i will be a soul that is set free that uh, through my life many shall come to the saving knowledge of god he can do the belly baby, he can do the best Imakaya Sandelebe, Rebengaya Salababa, Rabengaya Kaya Sandele, Rebengaya Basandelebe, Rebaba Baba Baba, Rekayangole Mataya, Minima Sayande, Rekesia Lebelebe, Rebendelebe, Lebondelebelebe, Rekandelebelebe, Emekaya Sayande, Rebengelebelebe, Minima Sayande, Rebekalebe Sende, Emekaya Kayase, Ebelebelebe, Emakaya Kaya Sande, Rebekaya. Pray, 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 pray that God may I walk with you. May I walk with you. May I walk with you. I want to walk with you. I want to walk with you of my calling.
call him whatever purpose of God you have for me rambe silekende lakunda likate rebe selebebe indo salimamantayandam ore mataya kondili batayandam emanzule mahatala baba reba sangele melemenebe may i walk worthy of god Emakaya siando lebelebe, rekama seleba jandeleba, ribando loboshia telebelebe, rambenga salebe kayando, ilamaya sulema mandaya. That I may walk worthy, Lord, to be pleasing you. Oh, pleasing you. This is all. I really wanna do to be pleasing, to be pleasing you. Oh, pleasing you. This is all I really wanna do. Tell the Lord to be pleasing, to be pleasing. Pleasing you, oh, pleasing you. This is all, this is all I really wanna do. And to be pleasing, to be pleasing you, oh, pleasing you. This is all I really want to do. Lord, I want to live my life. Oh, Lord, I want to live my life to please you. Give us the words. Remove. Oh, make me of a vessel, Lord. Oh, make me of a vessel, be the honor. Oh, that I may be, that I may be a vessel that's pleasing you. Tell him to be pleasing, to be pleasing you. Please in you. Oh, this is all I really and really wanna do. And to be pleased, to be please in you. Oh, please in you. Oh, this is all. I really wanna do This is all I wanna really do, Lord This is all I really wanna do One more time, this is all I really wanna do This is all I really wanna do Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we have our seat in the presence of the Lord? Amen. Hallelujah. Walking worthy of our calling. Amen.
What does it mean to be called? Hallelujah. Amen. What does it mean to be called? Amen. Can I have anybody talking to me? What does it mean to be called? To be called is God showing you mercy. Hallelujah. How many of us have had the mercies of God? Amen. God showing me mercy. How has God shown you mercy? What do you think? How has God shown you mercy, Clarence? By keeping you alive. So God has shown you mercy by keeping you alive. Okay? Or how has God shown you mercy, Brother Gaba? Um, Take the mic. Oh. <laughs> Tell us. Yeah, uh, I should have been dead, but because of his mercy, he kept me alive. You should have been dead, but because of his mercy, he kept you alive. Sister Erica, how has God shown you mercy? By forgiving me of all my sins. By forgiving me of all my sins. MS Doro, how has God shown you mercy? By saving me from hell to the kingdom of God. By saving you from hell to the kingdom of God. LP, how has God shown you mercy? By granting me favor. By granting you mercy, favor. How has God shown you mercy? By uh, just giving you a beloved. Yeah. I was going to say that. <laughs> By giving me a powerful beloved. Powerful beloved. How has God shown you mercy? God has not shown you mercy. How has God shown you mercy? By saving me. By saving your soul. Hallelujah. Everybody and the way they see God's mercy. Amen. Hallelujah. God has shown us mercy by saving our soul. Because we deserve to go to hell. Amen. We deserve to go to hell. Naturally, when they are checking the register in hell, your name is number one. If your name happens to be A or B, every time they are mentioning it, your name comes first. You see no hell. Ado. And then you are there. Abakan, you are there. Abakan will come before Ado. Because it's A, B, and then A, D. Hallelujah. But because of the blood of Jesus Christ, we have been exempted. Hallelujah. So how can we say thanks to the Lord for what he has done for us, for saving us? Amen. Our bishop had a camp. How can we say thanks? Reason I was listening to somebody's testimony and they were sharing that that camp is what changed their life. It's like, how can I say thanks? How can you say thank you with your life? It made a Rastafarian come to know the Lord and it's in the Bible school. Somebody who used to supply weed. He was a, the, the, the drug lord in his high school. Everybody that wants drugs will come to him. But when he looks at how God has shown him mercy, when God shows us mercy, it means that God really has given us an opportunity. Can I have an amen? amen? God has given us a chance in this life. Why did God save me? Why did God save you? He has given you an opportunity in this life to actually say thank you with your life. Hallelujah. Unfortunately, this, this is not what we hear out there. God has shown me mercy. He wants me to become a millionaire. That is not the reason why God has shown us mercy. God has shown us mercy so that our life will be blessing. Whatever you have is not for you. 
Amen. Sometimes you may think that you, you have a wife. You have a wife for yourself. Your wife is not for you. Your wife is for others. You see, you always have a bad mind. That is why you are thinking that way. Then I say, your wife is not for you. You are thinking about bad things. What is that bad show on the TV where they swap wives? What do they call it? Swapping wives. What they are, do they call it? Swap. What? what? Wife swap. Swipe your wife. Yeah. This is something they have put out there. But what they don't know, the thing, that's not what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. God gave you a wife to be somebody that's going to be a blessing to your church. To be a blessing to the women in the church. God gives you a backbone so that he would, he would take you higher so that your life changes other people's life. But you think that you have a wife and then you are keeping the wife to yourself. I release them to be a blessing to the world. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and the verse 1. It said, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, we have what? Received mercy. We faint not. Hallelujah. So God has shown me mercy by calling me to become a preacher of the gospel. Hallelujah. God has shown me mercy by giving me the opportunity to speak what he has, he has put on my tongue to speak. Hallelujah. And everybody here, God has saved you for a specific reason. Don't take that thing for granted. Don't joke with your salvation, Erica. Don't joke with your salvation. Tell people about it. Somebody got to hear about it. Somebody got to know about Jesus. Everybody got to know. Everybody got to know. Somebody got to know. When you get the opportunity, you got to know. They got to know. They got to know that Jesus really exists. Somebody has to know. The only way somebody can come to know Christ is that you are thankful to God for showing you mercy. We've received this ministry. We've received this gift. You've received this opportunity. Let me tell you, we have received this stage because God has shown us mercy. And someday, God is going to use this church. Someday, when we do altar call, the number of people who will come up stage, you realize that God gave us a stage for a purpose. When the guys finished doing the stage and I came up, I came to stand here. And I said, Lord, I want the day where the choir, when they arrange themselves, first row is from here up to here. Second row. Next, it goes like that. Third row. It goes like that. Fourth row. It goes like this. And those who are excesses, they stand on the stairs and they go down. It shall come to pass. I say it shall come to pass. God never gives you anything without a reason. Why did he save you? That your life will be a blessing to others. Hallelujah. You must believe that. Why do you earn more than somebody that you can support somebody to also become somebody? Never keep things to yourself. Can I have an amen? Hallelujah. Therefore, we have received this mercy. God is showing us mercy. Bible says that. So do not faint. Do not be wary. You go to church, that chin is not working. Do not faint. Be consistent. Be persistent. God is about to blow your mind. 
Oh, it shall come to pass. Why did God save us? Because he has a harvest for us. Can I have an amen? But a lot of times, certain things prevent us even from receiving that, that mercy. Go to first, Second Peter chapter 1. Second Peter. Hallelujah. Where we come from, we say Peter. But where we are, we say Peter. Second Peter. You like you like Second Peter? American Standard Version. <laughs> Second Peter. Deuteronomy. <laughs> if you go and stand somewhere you say Deuteronomy, they will laugh at you. The Lord will show us mercy. He has shown us mercy by... So, are you in Second Peter? All right. If you are in Second Peter, say yay. Yeah. Because I am in Second Peter too. Hallelujah. All right. So let's start from verse 5. It said, Beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to your virtue knowledge, and to your knowledge temperance, and to your temperance what? Patience, and to your patience godliness. And to remember, I told you that there's a song I will, I will show you with this verse. Okay. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be, what? In you and abound, they make you that, what? You shall, what? Neither be, what? Barren nor unfruitful. In what? The knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Then he said that. But he that lacketh these things is, what? First of all, what? Blind. And what? Cannot see far and has forgotten that he was what? Purged from his old sins. How can I say thanks? Hallelujah. If God has shown me mercy, these things must abound. Because if we don't allow these things to abound in our life, that we have faith, we are working for God, we, you know, temperance, you know, brotherly love, brotherly kindness, or if these things do not exist in us, Bible says that first of all, we are what? We are what? Blind. A blind man cannot see far. Many Christians cannot see far because they think that they were saved just to go to heaven. It's a lie. Everybody got to hear about Jesus Christ. You have to. Somebody has to hear Christ from you. Hallelujah. The slightest opportunity you get, tell somebody about Christ. I say it again. The slightest opportunity you get, tell somebody about Christ. Instead of sitting down and gossiping, tell them about Christ. Gossip about Christ. They tell, okay, you can gossip, but just gossip about Christ. Can I have an amen? amen? Hallelujah! You are what? He said what? If these things that's not abound in us, then we are what? We are blind. We cannot see far. And we have forgotten. We have forgotten that God has shown us mercy. You have forgotten that you were saved by your, your sins were purged. You, are, you have forgotten. 
That's why you can rise up and say that, as for this person, the thing that they have done to me, I can never forgive them. In fact, I can forgive, but I can't forget. Every time I see their face, I will remember. You have forgotten that in your wickedness, Christ saved you. Can I have an amen? You are blind. You can't see far. That is why you can be, you can be so cruel in your heart. That is why you can be, when you are dealing with people, you can be so, so stingy. Because you are forgotten. Remembrance, eh? The spirit of remembrance is a key to do well in the kingdom of God. Because if you don't have remembrance, you are not likely to pass your test. Has it happened to you that you have studied? You went to sit in the exams hall. And then the question came, and you look at the question. Then, Charlie, your mind goes blank. You can pray in tongues till the sky turns blue. It means that the thing did not, it did not settle in there. You just crammed the thing, and the thing just evaporated. And you sit down, you close your paper, and say, appear, appear, la, appear, la, appear, la. Nothing is appearing because the, blind, the mind has gone blank. We should have the spirit of remembrance. Because when you think about how God has saved you, you can easily forgive somebody. You can forgive your spouse. You can forgive a partner. You can love somebody. Somebody had you fired. Or made an allegation. You know, accused you wrongly. If you remember how they accused Jesus Christ that he was the devil. Then he told him, he told him that how can a devil cast out a devil? Because a house that is divided among itself shall not stand. Hallelujah. Are you still here or you have gone home? Remember us, we are short-sighted. We are forgetful. We are forgotten that we too, somebody had to pay a price for us. How can I say thanks? Knowing that God has shown me mercy. So I also have to be merciful. Don't hold something as if that your life depends on it. Hallelujah. Because the thing that you are holding on to, that thing, you cannot hold on to it for long. It will become like fire. Hallelujah. But Christ, even when he was on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. You will say that he deliberately knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. He knew, bah, this one is going to, but then he didn't. Hallelujah. Somebody called me and said, you know what this person has said, this person has said, this person has said, as they were talking about, I didn't know what to tell them. I said, remember, if you were Christ, what will you do? If you, Kwame, nah, you were Christ, what will you do? I said, oh, I'll become like the Chinese Jesus. I'll put everything to the side and come down and come and face them. Christians who say that let us, this matter, let us put Jesus Christ to the side. Let us put God to the side. Let me deal with him. <laughs> Let's put God to the side. Like, God is like a rope. You can just take him off and put him to the side. Are you still here, somebody? What does it mean to walk worthy? To take what? Advantage of this privilege of being chosen 
Are you still here? We also talked about walking worthy because the time is limited. Hallelujah. We said in number two, you must walk worthy because you have a limited what? Season of opportunity. Have you heard the opportunity does not what? What's that saying? Opportunity does not. Oh, say it. Say it. Is that what? Opportunity comes but once. So you see the opportunity just passes. Then you say, oh. Sometimes like you meet somebody, you realize that this person you could have talked to about Christ. You sat be- beside somebody for six hours on the flight. It was after they were getting off the flight that you remembered that as someone you could have talked to them about Jesus Christ. Can I have an amen? If there is more turbulence, you realize that everybody will mention the name of God. Those who are saying Allah wa Kubala, those who are saying Jesus, those who are, who are calling on, everybody believes in something. Can I have an amen? The opportunity in those days, it was from 25 to 50. Some of us would not have qualified to serve God. Hallelujah. But God has shown us mercy even after 55. Are you still here? Did I give you number three? Okay, number three, write it down. Were you here? Were you here that you said no? Were you here? You were here? Good job, good job. Making sure. Because he himself, he doubted for once. Like he was not sure. Number three. You must walk worthy because the grace of God has worked for you. It is by grace we are saved. It's not of works, lest any man should boast. Right? It's the grace of God that has worked for you. That is why you are who you are today. It is the grace of God. Every time I say one, one brother, when he came to this country in New York, he had to go and pet somebody. He was enjoying the petting. Very much so. Then one day, he did something and the person kicked him out. Then he became a little bit stranded. But through that, he ended up finding his own apartment. Then he vowed to himself, the day that I shall prosper, I'll buy my latest Mercedes Benz. And then make sure that my exhaust is the one that you can make. Proof, proof, proof. And then I will drive to their place. And then I will make... If I see them, I will pass through the water and splash them. How many of us have had that bad idea before? Somebody did something to you and you, you, you purpose in your, you vowed in your heart that in the day I arrive, they will see the potential difference. I'll show them the potential difference. But guess what? You had to be kicked out. You had to be pushed out. For the grace of God to work for you. You had to fail that test. For the grace of God to work for you. You had to experience that struggle. For the grace of God to work for you. For you to know that actually this is the grace of God that is working for me. Hallelujah. So you must walk worthy of your calling. Not because you are special. But it is the grace of God that has worked for me. Because I am who I am because of the grace of God. I'm not who I am because I'm handsome or I'm eloquent. 
If you watch carefully, the people that God chose, they were not eloquent enough. Every one of them gave an excuse. Moses said that I, I cannot speak. Jeremiah said that I'm a small boy. Hallelujah. Everybody that God called, they had some form of an excuse to give. Hallelujah. Are you still here? So work worthy of your calling. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and the verse 10. By grace, by the grace of God, I am what I am. It takes the grace of God to know your calling. It takes the grace of God to know what you have been gifted with. Anyone that sits here with a gift, it takes the grace of God to have a gift. Hallelujah. Because what you don't regard, if somebody had that thing, that thing will make them a millionaire. The ideas that you have that you are sitting down, you don't even recognize it. If somebody had that same idea. How many of us have cars here? How many of us have given people ride before? But somebody had one car and they started the Uber services. It is all across the world. The idea that you had, picking people back, transportation ministry, bring here, 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 here. Somebody had the same idea that you had. Now, can I have an amen? Are you still here? It is the grace of God. So we must understand that we are who we are because of the grace of God. That is why you, you, you should use your life to appreciate that challenge. If it, is, it was not because... Some of us, as we are sitting here, if it was not because of God, you would not be in America. I'm looking around, just in case. I think apart from Vince. Let me be sure. And maybe Michelle. Everybody was born somewhere. How bright you were born here? Clarence, you were born here. Are you still here? Is somebody still here? It is the grace of God that makes you know your calling. It is the grace of God that helps you to know this word. Because if you don't know that you are called, how do you walk worthy of it? If you don't know that what you have is a gift of God, if you don't know that, you know, just your, your, your gift of Kubernetes, organizing things, governance, and all those things, you know, your, your, your gift of being able to be there and see something and say that, you know, when we put this here, we put this here, but how do you know that that thing that you have is a gift? And so you must walk worthy of it. That's why I'm saying that on our judgment day, MS, it will not be because you had some, you are chasing somebody's wife. When we look at your face, we cannot even tell, we cannot even say that. But what you should have done that you did not do. Just anybody here, you feel that there's something that you could have done for the Lord, but you did not do. And you're approaching 50 and over. Your time is about to expire. Or even you are 50. God has extended the time. You are in overtime. 20 years of overtime. You can do something for the Lord. I told you about the man who died at 96. And they asked him, what should they write on his tomb? He said that 
she turned I lived for four years. Yeah, 92, 96 years old. Why did he live for four years? Because he got saved when he was 92. And so, it was that four years was what would count. The thief that was on the cross, it was the last minute that he said that, remember me in paradise. He lived for just, remember me in, how many seconds is, remember me in paradise. How many seconds? Remember me in paradise. It's about nine seconds. He lived for nine seconds. Because that was the time that the grace of God worked for him. Are you still here or you have gone home? Hallelujah. Jonah messed things up and he was swallowed by a whale. Some of us, we are in the belly of a whale. Your gift is in the... You and your gift, you are in the belly of a whale. Because you don't even recognize it. Many people are not married because the gift came. And they said, no, he's too short. He picks his nose. But you, I thought you were married. You did that before. But the apostle had apostolic mantle. And he took all the skills of your eyes. Seriously. Many people, if Adelaide said that me, I purpose in my heart I'm going to marry a pastor. I'm going to marry a mess. You would not have had a husband because he was not an MS. Last time I was telling my wife, me, I was determined to marry an Indian. Beautiful, long, flowing hair. But I found myself a black Indian. Why are you surprised? You shouldn't be surprised. My father was trained in India. So beautiful women. Hair. telling you. What you see is what you become. What you know is what you become. You cannot become anything else. Yeah. You cannot become anything else. What you are used to exposed to. If you watch pornography, you become something else. If you listen to podcasts, you become spiritual. You listen to gospel music, you become a musician at heart, a worshiper at heart. But if you daddy go, daddy go, po, 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 you'll be, you'll be mental in your head. The music is too loud. When people come and park by you and you see that they, are, they, are, they, are, they have mental disorder. To them, they think they are doing something good. But even the noise alone. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You have to know that it's the grace of God. Moses, you have been chosen by God, but you say you cannot. So now Aaron was brought in the picture. It was Aaron who organized the people to make another God. That was not the purpose of God. Abraham was called. He allowed Lot do you remember that the Lord told him that come out of your kindred and go to a place that I will show you. 
called Abraham when he was going he brought Lot all his problem began with Lot hallelujah it is by the grace of God you are who you are you are who you are not because you are going to marry Natasha if you are waiting to marry Natasha before you, you before you feel that you are complete you have missed it you were complete the day you 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 cried your first cry when you came out and you say Nyeh. one one of our pastor friends his wife just had a baby he said the doctors when the baby came out the baby said he will not cry so the doctors had to shake the baby and the baby i said this baby must be a phlegmatic <laughs> phlegmatic it's like they said the baby does not cry at all unlike the other children the baby will not cry will not do anything not i say this baby must be phlegmatic it's like even crying cries is it's a, a problem tomorrow day why cry today after all i've come to the earth so why am i crying this is where i wanted to be most children are disappointed when they are born that's why a child cries when they are born. Hallelujah. But this child knew that, well, all the Fufu and Eba and uh, Kasali, they are around. Hallelujah. To respond to the call of God can be a complicated thing. But all that you say, how can I say thanks? Prince, you have been called. Don't just let it slide. Righto, you are a church planter. This man, he will plant a church Amen. in Jesus' name. You plant a church. Can I have an amen? amen. Do you believe it? You don't believe it, eh? You plant a church. Erica, it's a woman planter. Hallelujah. Number four. It is more natural to live the life of an unbeliever than to serve God. The reason why you must walk worthy of your calling is that it is more natural. How many of us feel that sometimes it's like, Charlie, I mean, why should you get up at dawn to pray when you can sleep a little longer? You feel it, eh? Yeah. Oh, Clarence. Why should you be up praying? When you can sleep and change, go to the REM sleep and then, you know, have some a little bit of dreams here and there. Why should you be sitting here at this time? It's more natural to live a life. Hallelujah. As a Gentile, as an unbeliever. That's why you must walk worthy of your calling. Every day you wake up, you have to force to walk worthy of your calling. Hallelujah. That is why you can be preaching and fornicating. You can be coming to church and doing that same thing that you don't want to do. Because it's more natural. It's more natural to listen to your flesh. That's why I must walk worthy of my calling. When you get up, you must walk worthy. You must force yourself to have your quiet time. You must force yourself to pray. It's natural to live a, a, a life of sin. It's more natural. So walking worthy of my calling, I force to be pleasing to him. Are you still here or you have gone home? Hallelujah. The life of the unbeliever 
You know, they follow a fixed pattern. Paul was describing in Ephesians chapter 4, 17 to 18. He, saw, he said that, So this I say, and affirm together with the Lord, that ye walk no longer just as the Gentiles, that means the, just as the unbelievers, also walk in the futility of their minds, being darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the word, the hardness of their heart. Sometimes the devil will harden our heart. We don't open ourselves to godly advice. You must walk worthy of your calling to open up yourself to godly advice. Because look at it. That's how the, the Satan wants it to be. He wants you to be in a place where, Charlie, you, you can't receive anything. You are blind. You, you, you are not receptive to anything. You don't want to accept anything that God is coming. Like you are fixed in your mind. You are fixed in your mind. That, that, what, what is church? What be church? I, I, you know, I am a Christian in my heart. I don't have to go to church. Some people, they believe that they don't have to go to church. But if God, God yes, lives inside our heart. It's a wrong doctrine. We not forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Are you still here? You have gone home. Hallelujah. So the unbeliever lives in the futility of their mind. Generally speaking, the life of an unbeliever is spent in futile and empty pursuits. You are chasing after the wing. You, are, you want to become a millionaire. You are chasing after the wing. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Give your life to Christ. Do something for Christ. The prosperity it shall come. It shall come to pass. Are you still here or you have gone home? You are chasing the wind. You are chasing the wind. You are doing three overtime jobs. Why? One brother, he bought a certain... When first time we came to this country... Columbus, there was a certain brother. Hey, when we went to his house, Charlie, the house. I'd never seen anything like that before. The house and the furniture in the house. When we enter, we say, wow. This is America. American dream. It's living the American dream. Only to come to find out. He had just started a nursing program. And all that was the reward. For graduation. Graduation was not even here. That was a part of the reward. They could not make it to the end. House was possessed. Everything was taken away. You can't believe it. Chasing after the wind. But seek it first. There are certain things we must do first. If we don't do first. Listen. Giving your life to do the work of God. Eh? That is what would make you who you must become. Remember, we are who we are because of the grace of God. You can never, you can never become anything unless you seek God first. Hallelujah. Yes. It's much it. Every time, give your life, kill your life for Jesus. There is nothing better. There's a song. There is no higher calling, no greater honor than to bow and kneel before your throne. I'm amazed at your mercy, embraced by your glory, O oh Lord. I live to worship you. There is nothing greater in this life. There's nothing greater in this life than to serve God. That's what
is only about just what you can become or what you can possess, then he has arrived. He has arrived. There's nothing that he needs. But he can tell you that giving your life for the sake of the gospel, it's worth it all. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? amen? So let us not walk in the futility of our minds and think that we can become somebody by the way we think. When you meet people who feel they are educated, well-educated, and then they, you know, they use some mystified words. You know, they, they are saying something just to confuse you and all those things. All those things are not necessary. At the end of the day, it's heaven and hell. What you did for God and what you did not do for God. At the end of the day, that is what it, what it will come up to. But I pray that God will help us. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. The unbelievers, they live. An unbeliever lived. Is what? Is that they have, they, are, they have the understanding darkened. They don't. Have you ever met somebody who does not understand anything? You have met somebody before. No matter what you say, it's like, Charlie, the thing is blue. You cannot change their mind that the thing is green. You cannot. You understand it? It's darkened. Hallelujah. Oh, but my God give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. When you open the word of God, may you understand. When God speaks to you, may you receive it and run with it. People's minds are darkened though. That is the trait of the unbeliever. Hallelujah. But we must walk worthy because we can easily be people like that. It's like, so that, you know, when I achieve this, 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 we achieve it. The day you were coming here, you knew. Ah. Right, oh. The day you were coming, they said that you have, you have a distance to go to America. You turned back. One brother, when he was leaving, he gave up everything. And they gave it to people. He dashed it to them. When he came here, within two weeks, he came to sit in my office and said, Pastor, I'm disappointed in America. <laughs> How many of us have been disappointed in America before? But by the grace of God, you have overcome it. I see you overcoming it. If you have not overcome already, I see you overcoming it. Yes, I'm disappointed in America. So I gave up everything. I sold my cocoa farm. I dashed the money. <laughs> well, let me see you. Have you heard? Have you heard? I won the lottery. I'm going. Here. 5,000. Hey, have you heard? Say, everybody in the village. Asomwa, when you get to the other side, it's not easy. Maybe Vince, you don't understand what we are saying. But... You would understand. Hallelujah. The third thing is that the unbeliever, they leave, what they do is that they're excluded from the life of God. That's what the Bible says that to them that perish, the preaching of the gospel is foolishness. They're excluded. They're excluded. But God is saving us and saving the people that are around us. We must walk worthy of our calling because what? It is easy for you to live like a Gentile or to live like the unbeliever. Hallelujah. Than to serve God. It's not easy to choose to serve God. That's why you must never marry an unbeliever. Those of you who are not married, don't marry an unbeliever. No matter how beautiful their ties look, don't marry them. 
Because some guys, they follow ties. Oh, yeah. Only to come to realize that some of them are fake. Yeah. It's the truth. Nobody follows somebody's hair. Beautiful hair. I like the way your hair flows. It's a China hair. Somebody married somebody because of their dimples. Say, when they smile. I like it when she smiles because when she smiles. Is there anybody who has dimples here? Like when you smile? Cynthia. Yeah, uh huh. Apostle, is that why you married her? <laughs> is that when she smiles? I like it. It's sexy. It looks nice. Beautiful. Is that what you are marrying? You come to realize that when they get angry, it doesn't go inside. It comes out. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you still here? God wants us to walk worthy of our calling. Can I have an amen? Walk worthy of our calling. Live a life. Carefully live your life for Christ. You know, because when all is said and done, let us bishop say, let us attempt great things for the Lord. Right? Plant a church by the end of the year. Plant I'm going to start a church planting school. You can join it. If you join that, you you start a church. Before the end of the year, it shall come to pass. Amen. After all, if it doesn't work, we change our mind, we fold it, and we move on. It's simple. If it doesn't work, it will change your mind. We, we have changed. We used to have a church in Iowa. That church was closed up. We used to have churches. There are so many places. The church has gone. It didn't survive. They closed it up. Where? Oh, but you, your church, it will not close up. Your church will grow in Jesus' name. Your church will not close up. If it doesn't work, we just close the blanket and then we move on. It's like a tent. They call it tent ministry. It doesn't work. You move the tent to another side. If the wind is blowing against you, you move the tent and you go somewhere else. Go and plant it again. It's somewhere over there. It is a comfortable place. You'll be in a comfortable lead. In a striking distance. Can I have an amen? I think I'm going to end my message here. I, the prisoner of the Lord Jesus Christ, I beseech you to work worthy of your calling. Work worthy of our calling. Church planting is our call. It's our vision. We will plant churches. We will plant churches. Why not? You can be a church planter. You can become a pastor. You can become a pastor. Why not? Pastor Vince, it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. Lady Pastor Erica, it shall come to pass. Yeah. You're going to say, Lady P, Lady P, Lady P, Lady Pastor, Lady P, Lady P. There are too many, there are too many Lady P's in the church. So, all the ladies are looking back because what? 20,000 pastors, you can become a pastor. The lady P, everybody's looking back because all of you are pastors. All of you have a congregation. All of you have churches. 
very soon when they say MS, when they say MS, a lot of people will turn their head. Because the MS, we are a lot of. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. It is our portion. It's our church. God has called our bishops. Listen, once you make yourself available, the work has to be done. God is not looking for talent. Oh, you are eloquent. You know, but you don't need to know many verses. As you start preaching the verses, they will come. Do something for the Lord. You don't have to know what John 3.16 is saying, what uh, Romans 3.23 is saying. Romans, listen, tell the person that Jesus Christ loves you. What he has done for me, he can do the same thing for you and your life will change. That is the message of salvation. Tell them about your life because if you remember what God has done for you, you don't need a verse. Sometimes when you even mention the verse, you lose the person. You lose them. Sister, you know God loves you. According to John 3, 16, God said that, for God so loved the world. And Jesus wept. You have spoiled the thing. Or you are telling John 3, and, 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 oh, all you people, come to me, come to me, John 3, 16. You have spoiled the verse. The person knows the verse. They look at you, they say, you are a joker. They tell them, Jesus Christ loves you. You know the reason why you are alive is because God has shown you mercy. You just tell the person now. They stand there, they look at you like that. They begin to see that tears fill their eyes. That's one thing that I always look for. It's like, as you're talking to them, you realize that tears will fill their eyes. It's like me. One brother said that, hey, if Jesus Christ's blood, he had some of the blood left, one brother, he was so bad that he couldn't believe that after Jesus Christ washed his sins, some of the blood would be left to wash, wash another person's sins. So after he was saved, and he saw another brother go save, he said, In fact, God is too great. Because if his blood could wash my sins and wash also your sins, it means that that blood, you no, know, is too something. May the blood of Christ be too powerful for us. Yeah, the blood speaks for us. Because the Bible says that the blood is speaking better things than the blood of Abel. Call upon the blood when you need it. Call upon. Listen, what, recently I was praying and the Lord laid on my heart at this church. And we have to start, begin to pray for our families. We come here one night. All we are praying that everybody in our family must be saved before the end of the year. Remind me, MOD. Yeah. It's our minister of defense. MOD. Yeah. Note that. So I've said the thing. It's a vision. We must run with it. Every member of our family, they must be saved. That God sent for laborers. Send for laborers to my brother because your salvation is for you and your household. People in your house will become pastors. Your wife will become a lady pastor. Your children will become pastors. Even the ones that you had no hope for them, they are going to become bishops. I have one brother. I'm a reverend. My little brother is a pastor. He will become a bishop. First time I said that, my little brother laughed. He said, I believe that. He will become a bishop. Become a bishop. Because salvation is for the entire generation. Our children will be saved. Our children's children will be saved. We are all making it to heaven. 
despise it and don't take it for granted. So we're going to pray for the salvation of our family members. And I believe that God will make it happen. That someday you can thank God. When you hear Bishop Doug saying that now my father is saved, my mother is father is saved no more. Now my mother is saved. Now my sisters are saved. You can tell that the thing, no? That's what God intends it to be. Somebody rise to your feet. You must walk worthy of your calling. Walk worthy of your calling. Why you have been saved? I've been saved to also bring people to the same truth. Thank you, Lord. Talk to him. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. We've come to the end of the service. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for what you have done. We thank you for what you have said about us. Oh, what a God, 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 what a God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. May I, may I live a life, may I live a life, Lord, that, oh God, my God is all filled by working for you, Lord. Teach us, Lord. Teach us, teach us. Give us a heart, a sincere heart, a committed heart, a willing heart, Lord. My God, to do your will, to do your will. May I do your will. May I do your will. May I walk, O oh God, worthy of the calling upon my life. Bala mahatori mahandala bababaya. Renga masili mahandala babandele bababandele bebendele bebebe. Rebandele mohoshi ketendele bebe. Rimando li basike lelelende. Likunda ansundi li mamana. If you can speak in tongues, speak in tongues for the next minute or so. Rabingandolo boshi ketele bebe. Rambiando singale mama. Your will, your will, your will, your will. Rabeka sanda hikato rabakende lebekende. Pray for the will of God for your life. Concerning you walking worthy. Labaka ndose. Lamiaka bonda. Hali mamanda. Minimokosa. Tikele bebebe. Rambinda binda borebeka saita banda. Brukande imasunde ingele bebende rabia sokende le bebebe eh mania mosukili matanga la maya rabia kasutele matanda la baba rebanda le mashika tanda la may our hands not be tired oh god may we not take our hands oh god off the plow lord but oh god may we stay in walking worthy being faithful to the end in the name of Jesus my god every cloud oh god every limitation every barriers lord we push them down by the grace of God. For we are who we are because of your grace. And let your grace work for us. Anyone here oh God that need, that does not know what they should do. My God let the grace of God. Let the grace work for us Lord. Let the grace work for us. Speak for us in the name of Jesus. Raise our children oh God. My God to work for you. Raise our family members. Every member of our family be saved Lord. Lift up your voice. Pray for every member of your family. If you don't know somebody who is not saved, just pray that God, let salvation enter my household. Labonga Sandam, raise men, make them liberal, make them workers.
Make them men and women, my God, that stand for the truth. Rabak Abbasande, on the judgment day, may it be, oh God, that every member of my family, my God, is saved. They know, they know Christ. My nieces and my nephews and my aunties and my, my, my uncles and my God, my grandmothers and my great grandmother. My God, let it come to pass that they have come to the saving knowledge of Christ. Rabak Asaitanam, as we labor in this place, my God, may you send for laborers. To our household, send for laborers to our children. Makaika Sundele Katada, Blukande Isetendele, Lebaska Dele Bashanda, Rabieka Saitadane, Rebankaya Satam, Rambengala Bashatande, Rakabayasam, may none die, Lord, prematurely and go to hell. But oh God, we snatch every family member, every one of us, oh God, that is on their way to hell. My God, we snatch them, Lord, out of the grip of Satan. My God, yes. We apply the blood, um, the blood of Christ, oh God, over our lives, our children, our family members, oh God. Let the blood speak for us, oh God. Let the blood speak, oh God. Let the blood speak, oh God. Let the blood speak, oh God. Maniaka Sunda, may they be washing, may they be paging. Lakaya Sundelele, Lakwanda Labayana, Rabenga Sayatane, Rekaya Sandem. I pray, oh God, I pray. Any member of our family about to commit suicide. Anyone that we know about to take their own life, my God, let the hand of God prevent them. Let the hand of God prevent them. The person that's about to have an accident, let the hand of God, angel of God, stand between their car and oh God, the car that is about to hit them. Oh, somebody pray. Pray against every spirit of death. We must show death in the church. But oh God, all men shall come to the saving knowledge of Christ. Change destiny. Change the lives of the people. Those that are here. My God, my God. Every life, oh God, that will live, that will lead us to hell. Save us tonight, Lord. Save your church, oh God. Save your people. Save our children. We decree and we declare that the blood has spoken for us, O God. Rabanka Basanele Bebe. Rambenga Yasutale Mama. Rambe Salimama Toya Kasanda. Oh, we bless your name, O God. We bless your name, Lord. We bless your name, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you that we have escaped death. Thank you that we have escaped hell. Thank you that our families have escaped hell, Lord. Thank you, oh God, in the name of our children have escaped hell. My God, you have seen the light. A great light is shining wherever every member of our family is. Let the light shine, oh God. My God, may they have a God that encounter that brings them out of the pit of hell. Oh, yes. We bless you, Lord. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. We give you honor. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe the word of God has actually come down to you, and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Belrad Drive in Louisville, Kentucky, this and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.